arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And I have an opportunity this morning to talk about a wonderful organization within Kalamazoo and also a great event that's coming up. I have with me in the studio Sam Jong, Karen Lee, Elaine Louis, and Promise Zhang of the Kalamazoo Chinese Academy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What is your favorite morning beverage? Who wants to go first? I like uh, milk tea. Elaine, you like milk tea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Milk tea as well, but rose-flavored milk tea. <laughs> rose-flavored milk tea. Okay. During pandemic, I learned to make latte myself, so that will be my favorite choice. So coffee lat- latte. Coffee latte. Yeah. Okay. And the same, during pandemic, I made a lot of coffee. My favorite choice is a latte in the morning. Okay. All right. So it sounds like caffeine for everyone. Um, Yes? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, The Kalamazoo Chinese Academy has been in existence since 1972. Elaine, can you talk a little bit about how it became to be and what the mission is? Um, Yeah. I can't believe it's 50 years over 50 years. Yeah. So before um, Mrs. Grace Lee, the founder, uh, she started the first Chinese language in her basement with only eight students. So all, um, all the way along this 50 years, with the dedication of the Chinese parents and teachers, we are able to become today's KCA, where um, the non-heritage use they have the opportunity to learn another language and the culture at a very young age. And then for the Chinese students, the heritage use, they are able to um, appreciate and celebrate the Chinese heritage and uh, um, develop the identity as uh, Asian American. Yeah. And uh, our mission is to provide Chinese language and the cultural experience to the youth with all backgrounds in the great Kalamazoo area and to bridge the culture gap and enhance the uh, community's understanding of Chinese culture. Sure, sure. So you started in 1972 with six students? Eight students. Eight students. Yep. And now, Sam, how many students are there now? Uh, I will say around 50 or 60. 50 or 60. So quite a growth within those years. That's that's fantastic. So uh, there seems to be a very strong focus on preserving and teaching Chinese culture and language to both heritage Chinese and non-heritage Chinese students um, here in Southwest Michigan. What types of classes and events do you have available? Yes, this is Promise. We actually offer a variety of classes. Um, we have our language classes, which there are four levels. So the lower level, and then after that you go to the second level, then there's the third, um, then there's AP. We offer AP classes as well. Then after that we have Performing Arts, which is led by Karen Lee, and she's an amazing director. Uh, We also have our art and culture classes. Mm -hmm. So we offer Chinese art and Asian-inspired mixed media art. 
As for events, we do several events throughout the year. Our biggest ones are the Chinese New Year. Well, so it's the Lantern Festival, Lantern Festival that sure. we do. And then we also do the Mid-Autumn Festival, also okay. known as the Moon Festival. The Moon Festival. Okay. So no Dragon Boat Festival yet. That's it's in, in planning. Yeah, it's, it's in, in planning. planning. Okay. Yes. We, if we have time, we'll get to that. Yeah, we might that's... actually do it through the Art Council. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm very excited about that possibility. So can you talk to me? Maybe, Karen, you can talk a little bit more about the classes that involve performing arts. What do, what do those look like? Yeah, so the KCA Performing Arts aims to um, expand opportunities for artists to of all ages, you know, skill levels and backgrounds. And then, so we currently have Chinese dance that goes from five to 10 years old as a little star dance class. So the kids, um, they are the cutest of my class. <laughs> so um, they just bring their cute, cuteness. Yeah. And then so, and they are, uh, they're learning, they, they may not have any background for dancing. So they're here yeah. to really exploring the Chinese um, dance. And I mix the dance with Chinese dance and ballet and contemporary movements. Okay. So they're not really just only learning the Chinese, they're also learning the basic dance movements. Um, in addition to the young age, we do have a beginner youth that's kind of new this year, and also we have advanced youth dance. So the youth dancers, you know, went to a lot of different uh, high-level um, performance and competitions in the past. And then in addition to the dance class, we also have a lion dance and martial arts. That's very cool and That's unique cool. class for us. Yeah. Um, we learn Kung Fu, and okay. which is a foundation, and then we also learn the movements of the lion dances. Okay. So we don't have a dragon, but we're thinking about <laughs> adding the dragon because just yeah. to, you know, to look at the year of dragon this year. Sure. Um, the last uh, class we have is Chinese yo-yo. That's also very cool yeah. and trendy activity. You know, I it's not a, yeah, it's stage. not really it's awesome. a, like a dance thing, but it's a stage performing, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a, a activity. So we will, we actually add a lot of new elements like LED so they can go on the stage with the light shuts down and yeah. people see the very cool lighting movements so those are the um our performing arts at the moment okay and what are the ages again uh, the um, total ages so it sounded like five was the youngest five is the youngest yeah. and then uh, for yo-yo and we recommend it to be um uh, seven to eight years old so they their uh -huh. their skills level their understanding of collaboration levels are there you know yeah. so yes yeah, so. and then how old uh what's the maximum age you maximum can be? age and until 18, 18. so which or high school you know okay. so colleges right now we are we don't have like a we consider that would adult. be adult you know so we can look more into that but our focus is more on the younger educations to get mm -hmm. them very um you know providing them exploration of those cultures. Sure. So if you bring your student to the Chinese Academy, it sounds like they not only can get a lot of um, instruction in Chinese culture, dance, yo-yo, martial arts, but also learn the language if they don't know it already, or maybe it's spoken in the house, but they need some help with that as well. Is that is that true that that's? Yes, that's true. Okay. Yes. Okay. And we also host workshops sometimes, such yeah. as dumpling making or oh. various you know, Chinese knots and other cultural art forms. So those are always fun. Okay. And those are kind of, the, you announce those, it's a weekend or an evening and it's yes. kind of a one-off exactly. workshop. And is that just for youth as well? 
Yes, most of our programs are directed towards youth. I know. Although See, I talk to you guys a lot, and I get really excited about everything you're doing, and then I realize that I'm too old <laughs> <laughs> to be able to do any uh, of it. I think for adults, we often get inquiries, Yeah. And I always direct them to the WMU Asian Initiative Program because okay. they have a lot of community classes, and we share a lot of the same teachers and programs. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. But for, for those folks who have youth and students in the community, this is perfect to be able to come and not only take classes in performing arts, but also l learn first or second language. Um, yeah, and our new art class is amazing. It's still open registration right now. Okay. So there's um, watercolor and Chinese painting and oil painting and also yeah. like um, lino cuts, stamps, and everything. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So what? It, uh, we have a couple of minutes before the break here. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, visual art? And what what those classes look like? So you said lino cuts. Yes. Is that that's like stamping? But do the do the kids actually create their lino cut? Yeah, I think our teacher is Julia, and she is a really great artist. She has background. So Julia Wang. Yes. Is that, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She has shown in the Arts Council. Yes. Before. Yeah. She's great. We're hoping that some of our students' work can be shown in a gallery downstairs yeah. sometimes. Oh, that would be great. Yes, but um, we had the first class last semester and it was so successful we decided to extend the seven week class to a whole semester. Okay. So this semester it's actually going to be the course is called Asian Inspired Mixed Media Art. Oh okay. So she'll cover um, four weeks of Western style watercolor painting with Asian influenced mm. subjects okay. and then it's seven weeks I believe of oil and landscape and still life painting with fundamental techniques, different brush techniques and all of sure. that. And the last part is the lino cut printing. So she's going to use, I believe, rubber, so it's easier for the kids to cut safely, and then make beautiful stamps um, that is going to be really great for kids to do. Yeah. And that's, okay, and what is the minimum age on that particular class? It is also going to be for kids 6 to 18. 6 to 18. Yes. Okay, so you really could, if, if you're a wee one, you can still get into this yeah. class and get something out of it. And all of our classes are like only $10 a class. So it's oh, very, wow. very That's reasonable. That's really reasonable. That's great. All right. We have to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to continue to talk with Sam Zhang, Karen Lee, Elaine Louis, and Promise Zhang of the Kalamazoo Chinese Academy. But we're going to be talking about the Lantern Festival when we get back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
and we're back uh, this morning. I'm speaking with Sam Jong, Karen Lee, Elaine Louis, and Promise Jong of the Kalamazoo Chinese Academy. And uh, before the break, we talked a little bit about the academy itself and all of the classes and events that um, they host and workshops. And now we're going to talk about Chinese New Year because that's coming up pretty quick here. And um, I know that you guys have some wonderful community celebrations and events ushering in the new year. But first, I think we need a little bit of a background on the Chinese calendar and the animals that it represents, because I think a lot of non-heritage um, folks don't, I mean, you, you know, the zodiac signs and, you know, it's the year of, and it's the, I think it's the year of dragon coming up here, but we don't really know what that means. So can one of you help me out with that? Yeah, sure. Just like... And for Western calendar, every month is represented by a different star sign, right? Mm -hmm. In China, it's instead of a month, it's by a year. Okay. And similarly, each animal have different personalities um, prescribed to each animal, similar to like you know the zodiac. Yeah. So this year is the year of the dragon, and the dragon is seen as something that's very active and also as one of the best animals among the whole 12 animals. That's what I understand. Like, this is a big deal. It's like if you're a yeah. dragon, you're awesome. Yeah, okay. it, because dragon is like a god, right? Right. So a lot of people actually try to have babies in the year of the dragon. And oh, okay. <laughs> try really, so there's a huge surge of population during this year. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, like, some people also believe the dragon should have been one of the first animals in the zodiac. Uh. And I think the story goes that because the dragon can fly, it should have been the first to arrive at uh. the banquet that the god was throwing for all the animals. Yeah. But what happened was that the dragon actually stopped by on the way to help a village stop a flood in the area before going to the banquet, and that's why he was late. <laughs> he was the last one there. He was the, well, not the last one there, but oh, you know, okay. somewhere in the early middle. Okay. So that's why the dragon's late. Exactly. And you mentioned before that you were born the year of the rat. Rat, yes, right? I'm a rat. And I am born the year of the ox. So between the two of us, we actually represent the most famous story of the Chinese zodiac. What is that? So the rat is the first animal to arrive in the banquet, and that made it the best and number one. Oh, Karen's also oh, so a we're rat. Number I one. am the yes. number one. My Sorry. husband is also a rat, <laughs> right. and my baby okay. is also a rat. So Okay. <laughs> but... The rat actually is known to be very clever and very flexible and so problem solver. But in the story of the Zodiac, he, she, the rat was the trickster. Ah. Me, being the ox, was a bit naive, a hardworking and honest ox. Okay. <laughs> and walking along, the rat said, hey, you're so big and tall, give me a ride on your head. So I was like, sure, climb on it, like I was. The cow was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> come okay. on up. So the cow gave the rat a ride to the banquet. And, but once they got there, the rat jumped off of the cow's head and got the position as the first person. It's number one. Number one. one, yeah. Oh, a little bit of a trickster yes. indeed. And the rat also told the cat that the bank's banquet will happen the next day, so the cat was at home sleeping. Oh, <laughs> and that's so why a little the cat manipulative too, was huh? not involved okay. as one of the 12 animals of the zodiac. So, oh, so the, yeah, that's right. The cat is not one of the zodiac yes, animals. And it's all the rat's fault. And it's the rat's fault. <laughs> Jeez, well, I'm glad it's the year of the dragon. <laughs> Just set all that aside for a second. So um, with the Year of the Dragon, my understanding also is because uh, also non-heritage, non-Chinese, we all think, oh, it's your year when it's the, you know, Year of the Rat, Year of the Dragon. But 
it doesn't actually work like that. So could somebody explain when it's your year, what, what is, what, what does that evolve? Elaine, can you, so uh, we've talked a little bit before about you need to wear red and you need to do some things. Yeah, you have to do something um, to pre uh, bring the luck to yourself. Okay. Like uh, wear the, uh, the red color, yeah. everything, uh, especially the day before the Chinese New Year, okay. like the, the, uh, the eve. Okay. So it will bring you luck the whole year. If you do that on the eve of the Chinese New Year. Yep. So what is Chinese New Year? What's the date this year? Uh, this English year is date? February 10th. February 10th. So on February 9th, if you are a dragon, you need to break out the red socks, underwear, shirts, yes. everything. Yes. Everything you can be red. Be red. You know, accessories, what yeah. you, whatever. Be creative. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not, if it's not your year, like it's not going to be my year, you don't have to worry about it, right? Nope, nothing, nope, no concerns. You know. Okay. You're just watching your family members wear red all year long. Yeah. That's all they can choose from, you know, the <laughs> colors. And then you can choose all the other colors you like. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that, that helps me a little bit with, uh, with how that works. Um, what do you guys have planned? What do you have planned for the new year? Yeah, so we have the Lantern Festival coming up February 25th, and it is the last day of the Chinese New Year celebrations. So to kick off our celebrations, that is February 10th, yeah. and 15 days later, the full moon comes out, and that is when they celebrate the Lantern Festival by being with family and eating what they call sesame dumplings. Yeah, I love Other, those. Some, yeah, I love them too. And some people put different fillings in it. It's one of my favorites to eat. Um, we're actually going to be celebrating at the Portage Jong Senior Center uh -huh. between 2 and 4 o'clock on the 25th. And we're going to have so many different activities. There's two spaces, one for adults. Uh -huh. There's going to be more... Um, activities geared towards adults, there's going to be mahjong, mahjong competitions. Uh -huh, yeah. There's going to be art and tea instead of wine, wine and tea, you uh -huh. know, uh, wine and uh, art, sorry. Yeah. And then we're also going to be doing KTV, which is karaoke. Mm -hmm. And we will be, uh, Sam is going to be showing her book. She'll have a booth there. And down in the basement, there's going to be activities for kids, and it's going to be so much fun. There's going to be balloon pop, face painting. There's going to be a balloon animal guy there, balloon attic. I believe that's his name. Going to be making them. So, and yeah. we, we will also um, teach to learn uh, how to make the tang yuan, the the dessert. Oh, oh, yes, the, oh, the, oh, yeah, oh the dumplings. Make, yeah. make the dumplings. And there will also be performances from all of our wonderful performing arts groups that Karen talked about earlier. And yeah. specialty foods. Yes. Oh, yes. We will be offering food for Probably purchase. boba again. Oh, boba. Yes. yes. It's boba milks? Yeah, boba yeah. milk tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that sounds great. So that's at the Portage Senior Center, right? Yes. And that is on the t February 25th from 2, two to two 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. And so you have an adult side, kid side. Will you be teaching Mahjong? Or it'll be a competition. It'll be a competition. If you so want you to learn, you can come and And watch. just watch yeah. to learn. Okay, all right. We will be teaching a little bit of dance movement and Chinese yo-yo, kung fu as yeah. well. So yeah. in the kids' in session. In the kids' session. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, and um, how much does it cost? 
Well, a lot of those things, like teaching and watching things and yeah. watching performances and stuff, are all for free. Okay. And foods and certain games and activities will cost tickets, which you can buy at the door. At the door. So there's no RSVP. You don't have to buy tickets ahead of time. You show up. If you want to participate in some of the events, you'll buy a ticket to do it. Uh, we do have a Facebook event page, so okay. it would be nice if you RSVP. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we have an idea of how many people are coming. Okay. But um, to find the event, you can either find us on Facebook, um, which is facebook.kzuca. Facebook.com slash kzuca. Or you can go to our website, which is kzooca.com. Dot org, sorry. So kzooc.org slash events for the event page. Okay. And then uh, if you go to the events page on your website, but you can, can you donate through your uh, um, website, website as well? Yes. So to help under, because if you're not selling tickets to this event, this event sounds free to the community, you still need help, right? Mm -hmm. So I know you get some grants and... It doesn't sound like it costs very much to take classes. So if people want to donate to the Kalamazoo Chinese Academy, you can go to the website and do that as well? Yes. Yes, and we definitely are still looking for sponsors and okay. donors. So we have a bunch of cool packages for sponsors as well in terms of um, advertising and stuff. So, yeah, come check our oh, website For the event out. itself? Yes. Or, okay. Oh, great. For, yes. Oh. So again, it's kzuca.org. So I think I left out the CA the first time. <laughs> okay. All right. I've been speaking today with Sam Zhang, Karen Lee, Elaine Louis, and Promise Zhang of the Kalamazoo Chinese Com Academy. We've had a great time talking about the Chinese New Year, all of the events that you guys have planned on February 25th at the Portage Senior Center, and also a lot um, that I've learned today about the organization itself. So thanks to each one of you for coming on the air today. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank for you. having us. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe for the second year in a row. Kalamazoo has been named one of the top 40 cities in the nation for arts vibrancy. We are also ranked number five for medium-sized communities. This is not by accident. The abundance of creative expression and opportunity in our community is a result of planning, hard work, exceptional talent, and continued support for the abundance of arts and culture found in and around Kalamazoo. At the Arts Council, they encourage you to visit their website, kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. And see all that Kalamazoo has to offer. See a show, take in an art exhibition, volunteer for your favorite organization, or give a donation to support the vibrancy that makes Kalamazoo such a wonderful place to live and work. 